kids. Come follow me, kids. We have a fun game to start us off today. This game is called Rollover Beethoven. A 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 rollover Beethoven. Dig to the rhythm and blues. We have set up a ramp here in our house. And we are going to roll some items down it. How are you guys when it comes to physics? Have they taught that to you in school yet? Try to guess which item will roll down the ramp faster. Got it? We are ready to roll. Which would roll down a ramp faster? Let's start with a baseball versus a tennis ball. The answer is a baseball. The kinetic energy in the baseball is higher because the tennis ball is hollow. The baseball has more mass which turns into kinetic energy going downhill. Which would roll down a ramp faster? A raw egg or a hard boiled one? A raw egg! The boiled egg rotates as a rigid body and has less energy available for kinetic energy, linear speed, since it invests more in rotational energy. Which would roll down a ramp faster? Mike Wazowski or Mr. Potato Head? Mike Wazowski! Ah, did you see me? I'm a natural! Which would roll down a ramp faster? A can of whole tomatoes or a can of tomato sauce? The can of tomato sauce! This is due to viscosity which causes items to roll slower due to friction. Which would roll down a ramp faster? A rock or a balled up sock? Well, obviously the rock should roll faster. Haven't you ever heard of rock and roll? Hey, this is not a test. This is rock and roll. Which would roll down a ramp faster? A bottle of water or a bottle of ice? The bottle of water. The water has mass concentrated more uniformly. This would result in the angular acceleration in the case of water to be more and thus, it will roll down faster. Which would roll down a ramp faster? A rolled up armadillo or a rolled up hedgehog? That's easy! Ever heard of Sonic? I'm Sonic, a little ball of super energy. Which would roll down a ramp faster? A Tootsie Roll? or a lifesaver candy. Based on its name, did you say a Tootsie Roll? Solid versus hollow items have a lower moment of inertia. Although they have the same mass, all the hollow cylinder's mass is concentrated around its outer edge, so its moment of inertia is higher, which makes it slower. Which would roll down a ramp faster? A California roll or an egg roll? Don't forget spring rolls and cinnamon rolls and the honor roll and a Rolls Royce, a roller skate and roll call. 
I'm on a roll today. Okay, Mom, explain to us what rolling has to do with Come Follow Me this week. Well, can you guys think of something that was rolled away? Something more specifically that was rolled away after Jesus died. Rolled away to show an empty tomb. We're talking about Jesus Christ's resurrection. The atonement of Jesus Christ, including his resurrection, it's the most important event that has ever happened in history. And it's the foundation of the Christian faith. Let's listen to this story of Christ's resurrection. I want you guys to close your eyes and imagine that you are sitting there by Jesus's tomb. at the tomb. The stone is rolled away. What? That cannot be who hath done this. There is no one to be seen unless those who did this be within the tomb. <gasps> Fear not ye, for we know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come, see the place where the Lord lay, and go quickly, and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And the women departed quickly from the sepulcher with fear and great joy, and did run to bring his disciples' word. But when the women told the apostles what they had seen and heard, they were not believed. For the words of the women seemed to the men but as idle tales. Yet Peter and John went forth to the sepulcher. And upon arriving, Peter entered the tomb, and John followed. See, Peter, it is empty. But these are the linen clothes in which he was wrapped. I wonder who hath done this. Why would I? It is a strange thing. Peter, rememberest thou his words? It is the morning of the third day, is it not? Yes. I remember his words. And they shall mock him, and shall scourge him, and shall spit upon him, and shall kill him. And on the third day, he shall rise again. Can it be, John? It is true, Peter. As he said, as he prophesied, the women have spoken truth. Who comes? It is Mary Magdalene. She waits for us without. John, let us return again unto our home. Perhaps there we will receive more news of this deed. Mary, we go again unto our own home. Seek us there. I will wait here. Woman, why weepest thou? Because they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they have laid him. Mary? For I am not 
yet ascended to my father. But go to my brethren, and say unto them, I ascend unto my father, and your father, and to my God, and your God. died, his spirit left his body. When he was resurrected, his spirit and body came together again. Because of Christ's resurrection, we will live again after we die, just like Jesus did. When I was younger, my grandma was my best friend. When she died, I was sad because I knew I wouldn't be with her for some time. But I was also happy because I knew she was in heaven with my grandpa, who she loved. I also knew I would see her again someday. And even though she isn't still here physically on earth with me, I still feel her presence in my life. I feel her when I go to the temple, when I do family history work, when I gave birth to my baby, I know she is still alive and she's watching over me. And all of this is possible because of Jesus Christ. We have some listener friends who are going to share why the Savior's resurrection is important to them. Hi, my name is Walter. I live in Abu Dhabi. I'm five years old. Why is the Savior's resurrection important to you? Because he died for us and he came back to life for us to come and do the same thing. Hi, my name is Cecily and I live in Abu Dhabi. Why is Jesus' resurrection important to you? Because he loves us. Okay, now it's time for our next game. This game is called Guess Who Moo Who Cock-a-Doodle-Doo. It's an animal guessing game. We will share some interesting facts about an animal. Can you guess what animal we're describing? In ancient Egypt, this animal was believed to be sacred. Some were even mummified when they died. Christopher Columbus brought this animal to the Americas in 1493 during his second voyage to the New World. In the 1600s, England declared it illegal to import this animal to America. Violation of the law was punishable by cutting off a person's hand. These animals do not have top front teeth. They have a hard upper palate that the lower teeth press up against to break down their food. This animal was the very first animal to be cloned. These animals have rectangular pupils that give them 320 degree wider field of vision. These animals are ruminant mammals, which means their stomachs have four chambers. They are also called even-toed ungulates, which means they have hooves split into two toes. Popular cheeses made from this animal's milk include feta, ricotta, and pecorino romano. What animal are we describing? I'm so proud of you. You did just a super job. Feels good to be appreciated. Okay, Jesus teaches his apostles another lesson about sheep after his resurrection. 
And we'll get to that in just a minute. But first, he shows himself to all of the disciples. But one of his disciples, Thomas, wasn't there. Let's imagine we were there when Thomas finally meets up with the disciples and they tell him that they've seen Jesus. Thomas, I tell thee, with these good men as my witnesses, that I have seen him. He is risen, and he is alive. All of us have seen him, Thomas. Peter, eight days have passed. Still we hide for fear of the Jews. Thomas, be not hard of heart, but believe our witness. Jesus lives again. It is beyond my belief. Thomas, we saw Lazarus revive from the dead to mortality, and the son of the woman from Nain, and the daughter of Jairus, the ruler of the synagogue near Capernaum. Dost thou doubt, Thomas, that he hath power over death? Except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and thrust my hand into his side. I will not believe. Thomas, how canst thou deny our words? We have ever been honest with thee. Peace be unto you. What? (laughs) Thomas, Reach hither thy finger, and behold my hands. And reach hither thy hand, and thrust it into my side. And be not faithless, but believing. Oh, my Lord, and my God. (laughs) Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. (laughs) Thomas refused to believe that Jesus was resurrected until he saw Jesus for himself. He had no faith in the testimony the others had shared with him. What is faith? Faith is believing in things we can't see. Can you see the wind? No. How do you know it's really there? You can feel it. Can you see heat? No. So how do you know it's really there? You can also feel it. Can you see Jesus? No. So how do you know he's really there? You can feel it. Yeah, you can feel that he's there. The most important faith we can have is faith in Jesus Christ. We can have faith in Jesus Christ even though we can't see him. We can feel in our hearts that he loves us and he's truly present in our lives. Remember, Jesus said we are blessed for having faith in him. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. Have you guys ever had an experience in which you felt the Savior's love even though you didn't see him? Hello, my name is Tate, and I live in Olathe, Kansas. 
One time when I felt the same Lord's love was when I went to the Temple Open House in the Celestial Room in Utah. Hello, my name is Annie and I live in Olathe, Kansas. One time I felt the Savior's love for me was when I took a walk and I looked at all the beautiful things that Heavenly Father has created for me. I felt peace and warm inside. That's how I know and that's how I knew that the Savior loved me. I and I love him. Hi, my name is Afton and I am eight years old. I live in Oceanside, California. One thing I wanted to tell about feeling Jesus' love even when I did not see him was when I was new in the neighborhood and I did not know my neighbors that well. And I gave one of my next door neighbors some muffins and I got to meet them. I was happy that my neighbors enjoyed our muffins. Being kind will help you feel his love. Jesus loves us so much. After learning about his atonement for us and recognizing all the ways that to this day he shows his love for us, wouldn't it be great if we could somehow show Jesus how much we love and appreciate all he's done for us? We can! We can show our love for Jesus by serving others. That brings us to the sheep part of our lesson. Let's imagine that we are now at the sea fishing with the disciples. The night hath passed, the sun riseth, and still we have caught nothing. Yet it hath been peaceful. How long shall we wait for him, Peter? I know not. What I know is that he hath told us he would come to us here. I will wait until he cometh. Lift the nets. There are no fish to be caught here. Let us go to the shore and rest. Children, have ye any meat? No, good sir, we have nothing. Pass the net on the right side of the ship, and he shall find. Do as he saith unto us. Lift the net. Knowest thou this fellow, he that speaketh unto us? Not I. Hold. Throw. We have fished here this morning and have taken nothing. What doth this man see? Andrew, watch the net. <sighs> see how it pulleth? <sighs> Hold tight, Andrew. I feel it heave with movement. Pull it in. Lift. Look. There, in the water. It is full. We Look cannot the water. lift They're it. large fishes all. Oh, will the net hold? No line hath broken. Pull it to the side and lift. It is too heavy. I cannot lift it from the water. Peter, it is the Lord who calleth to us from the shore. It is true. I go to him. Peter, it is Jesus. James, Andrew, help me hold the catch. Nathaniel and Thomas, man the oars and steer the boat to the shore. And as soon as the disciples were come to land, they saw a fire of coals there, and fish laid thereon, and bread. And this was the third time Jesus had shown himself to the disciples, after that he was risen from the dead. Simon, son of Jonas... Lovest thou me more than these? Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. Feed my lambs. Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. 
Feed my sheep. Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Lord, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. Feed my sheep. Follow me. What do you think Jesus meant by telling Peter to feed his sheep? Jesus wanted Peter to share the gospel and invite everyone to believe in Jesus. Who are Jesus' sheep? His followers. So how can we help him feed them? We can invite our friends who don't go to church that often to come on Sunday. We can teach scripture stories to our younger siblings. We can be reverent in primary so we don't distract others from learning and feeling the Spirit. We can bear our testimonies. We can be good examples and turn off bad shows, bad music, or say no to bad things. And we can literally feed the missionaries. quickly get some wiggles out. Remember our rolling theme from earlier? How quickly can you roll your arms in front of you? Try it out! Wow, that's pretty fast. We're going to lead you in some wiggle actions to the story you just heard. After each phrase, we will tell you some hand motions that go with the story. Can you follow along and do the actions? After Jesus rose again, raise your palms upwards. He ate breakfast with his friends. He turned to eat. Then Jesus talked to Peter. Open and close your fingers like a mouth talking. And here's what Jesus said. Cup your hands around your mouth like you're telling a secret. Peter, do you love me? Put your hands on your heart. Yes, I do, said Pete. Hug yourself. Peter, if you love me, put your hands on your heart. Feed my lambs, said he. Cup your hands like you're feeding a lamb. Jesus said, do you love me? Put your hands in your heart. Peter said, yes indeed. Nod your head yes. Peter, if you love me, put your hand on your heart. Take care of my sheep, please. Cradle a sheep. Jesus said, do you love me? Hold your hand on your heart. Lord, you know all things. Your head. You know that I love you. Hug yourself. Jesus said, Feed my sheep. Cup your hands like you're feeding a sheep. What would your response be if the Lord asked you, Lovest thou me? Apostle Jeffrey R. Holland wanted to share some thoughts about that. Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee, then he may remind us, if you love me, keep my commandments. So we have neighbors to bless, children to protect, the poor to lift up, and the truth to defend. We have wrongs to make right, truths to share and good to do. In short, we have a life of devoted discipleship to give in demonstrating our love of the Lord. The crucifixion, atonement, and resurrection of Jesus Christ that allowed a handful of Galilean fishermen turned again apostles who without a single synagogue or sword 
went on to shape the history of the world in which we now live. To the youth of the church, we say love God and remain clean from the blood and sins of this generation. To all within the sound of my voice and the voice of Christ, asking each one of us while there is time, do you love me? And for every one of us, I answer, yea, Lord, we do love thee. We will never look back until this work is finished and love of God and neighbor rules the world. That's all we have for this week. Feed a sheep and share this podcast with a friend who might need it. Thanks for listening and until next time. Stay on the cutting path.